0: Animal Dynamics will redefine your relationship with your animals. They will deepen it, enrich it, transform it. The Animal Dynamics are personality archetypes that will show you new and exciting ways to interact with your animal, giving you a whole new level of understanding them. The Animal Dynamics will enable you to get to know your animal in ways unlike anything you've experienced. So come with me and let's delve into the Animal Dynamics.
1: And welcome to the Animal Dynamics with Corey L. Kramer. It's so nice to see you. How are you?
0: I'm fine, Kevin. Are you?
1: <laughs> I'm fine. I'm having a, just a fine week. It's been wonderful and all that kind of stuff. And I know that you've been busy uh, in the last 48 hours. So, uh, um, And yeah. we'll talk more about that on another occasion. But yeah. uh, you, you've been so these things happen to you, and it's kind of weird how they happen to you, don't they? Isn't it?
0: I don't find it weird anymore. I'm just like, it's a Tuesday, that's a normal Tuesday to me. But <laughs> basically, what it was is that if people want to know what I'm talking about, they should watch the episode I did before I did the dynamics on divine downloads. Yes. I got a massive. To the last two nights, I've gotten massive downloads. Um, one dealing with activation of different kinds of elements, and then that's going to help me with my healing. And the the other one is last night, <laughs> I got um uh, I got ha- another level of the healing that I do. I do I used to call it a four level healing intensive. Now I have to call it a five level healing intensive. So it's um it's physical, emotional, energetic, auric, uh auric field, and then the soul. so it's, <laughs> I'm like uh, but i'm I'm here, man. I'm excited to do this this dynamic because this is a this is a good dynamic. They're all good, um they're all amazing, but this one's got a little something extra.
1: so could you tell your uh, guys on the other side that maybe? Five o'clock in the morning isn't the appropriate time to be bothering you. I, you know
0: something? Off? I actually like that time because it's I'm really open to it. It it's like um how do I describe it? It's like between sleep and awake and and um and I just find myself more receptive to it. I'm so busy during the day, okay, really and truly and i'm meditating every day anywhere between 30 minutes to an hour uh but usually you know i'm working on my breathing i'm working on uh, regulating my nervous system i'm working on clearing my chakras out so i can do my work right so it's like they they that's the only time that they <laughs> can get a hold of me is usually between 4 and, and 8 a.m. <laughs> so you know i actually like it uh, i i don't like missing sleep but that's you know i could sleep when i'm dead
1: well that's one way to put it uh, yeah. or, you, or you could or you could you know uh, take a nap that would be fun too i
0: took a nap yesterday i had to take a nap yesterday man naps are the best
1: as as we get older, they are better than they used to be.
0: I love naps. I think I love naps. When I was a kid, I, lo- I took naps. When I was a teenager, I took naps. In my twenties, I took naps. In my thirties, whatever. I don't care. I take naps. I love naps.
1: <laughs> Very cool. So we're today we're going to talk about the shifter. Yes.
0: So a little bit about what the animal dynamics are. I like to start the every um, show so that people can grand t- idea. Yeah, people can take one show and know exactly what the dynamics are. So a little bit about what the animal dynamics are. These are personality archetypes that I've developed, that I've discovered that when used properly can show a person how they can interact with, talk with, play with, feed, um, you know, hang out with, what kind of music they like to listen to, what kind of things they like to watch on TV. I mean, the animal dynamics can be applied to every single facet of your animal's life. And there are six archetypes and we've gone through four of them already. Today is the fifth, which is the shifter, but each one is different. Each one, you cannot act with the direct and demanding dynamic the way you can with the energetic, it's going to be a shit show. I promise you because you, they direct and demanding, you know, is exactly what it sounds like. They're direct. They're demanding. They like direct demanding touch. The energetic, likes some more of a finesse. The sensory likes a little bit more space, the and and a little bit more, you know, on their terms. The the uh, rule breakers I talked about last week, they like, you know, different kind of like really, really intense, like kneading and massaging the body touches. You tried that on a sensory, and you're going to have them running for the hills. So it is really important that you you kind of like stay open to seeing what possibility, what possible personality your animal is. So an animal dynamic can be, there could be a core dynamic, which is the main dynamic, which usually drives the bus, even with the shifter. And I'll talk more about that in a little bit, but there's usually a core dynamic. So like say energetic sensory or direct and demanding rule breaker, or you know sensory rule breaker, there's usually a main one and then a secondary one um and each dynamic has a twilight and what i mean by that is there's the i don't like saying positive i gotta find another word there's the light part of them and then there's the twilight part of them and the twilight part of them i like to use that word instead of shadows because shadows make it sound like oh they're in the dark and they're never gonna find their way out my poor babies in shadow. They're just in twilight, okay? It's just a little bit of, it's about tweaking. We could take them out of the twilight, just like it got into the twilight, we could pull them out of the twilight, so it's no big deal. Um, but the twilights can cause animals to be highly misunderstood. And in some cases, in a, variety, in a variety of animals, it could cause unwanted behaviors and it could cause them to be misdiagnosed by a veterinarian, by a behavioralist. And this is not to say there's anything wrong with vets and behavioralists. It's not. But if they don't understand the twilight, the vet could say this animal is really needs to be medicated. When this animal just is not being touched and interacted correctly and is deemed high strung, when they're really a sensory and if you just touch them and talk to them and give them the the interaction that they want and that they crave, it changes the whole thing up. So I'm having really huge results with my clients. I go more into this with my clients. This is what I'm doing on these shows is just a taste. I go into weeks and weeks and weeks of delving into each animal's dynamic and showing my clients how to interact with them. And they are having, crazy ass results. I mean, just off the chain results that I absolutely love. Um, This is, this for me personally has transformed my work as an animal communicator. I can't even, I don't even think I'm in the same universe I was before. I think I've gone to, you know, a universe far, far away. Um, It's a whole different
1: thing that you're doing now. Versus it's a whole
0: different ball of wax. It's, and it's a whole different do- ball of wax.
1: And what we've discovered over time, and since I've been with you the whole time, that it goes deeper. It's deeper and more Much. robust than it's ever been.
0: Much. And I'm also mentoring people one-on-one on teaching them animal communication and then introducing them to the animal dynamics. And it's changing things up for them. I mean, some people have taken classes for years, in animal communication and it just, they would hit a wall where they couldn't go any further or they couldn't, it just didn't, you know, it it wasn't, it wasn't giving them what they needed. It wasn't getting, giving them the information they needed. And now the, the, with the animal dynamics, it's a whole different ball of wax. It's a whole different show and I'm loving it, loving it
1: well and it continues to grow and you keep on talking about different animals that like on facebook and stuff you talk about different animals that you're you're helping that's just not one or two it's and 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 your success rate is is also extraordinarily high
0: yeah i i have to really i i really have to um sit down this is not my thing uh but i really have to sit down and maybe just compare the year before i in like say 2019 to 2021 or 2020 and to see what the success rate was. But here's the thing also is, is that I have more contact with my clients right. now I, because I work so intently with them over weeks and weeks and weeks that I'm able to really keep all this information. I keep their texts, I keep, the, I keep copious notes. So I'm really able to see now, whereas before, I would just record the session, channel the information, channel get their answers and answered their questions answered, and then I would have to I would say keep in touch, and they wouldn't. So I didn't have a lot of um, I don't have the background I do now, but I would say conservatively that I have almost a hundred percent success rate with every animal that I've taken care of. And this is talking about aggression issues. It's talking about, um, uh, you know, uh, unwanted behaviors like pooping and peeing. It's talking about um, things like uh, going after their people. Uh, It's talking about, you know, just not being happy and being lethargic. And and thinking that, oh God, this is the time that they have to leave. And you know, I'm not just saying the animal dynamics are, are helping, although they are. It's the healing work, it's animal communication, it is the dynamics of all.
1: Well, even even yeah. what happened, yeah, even what happened with Willem. Um right. which was pretty pretty amazing to mm-hmm. see that that to show that film because that was really remarkable.
0: Yeah that was, that was cool. And you can go to the, uh, the shadow healing episode that we did and you can see that, that video. Um, But that was, that was him from one extreme, being able to not walk to the next extreme running around the backyard. It was crazy pants, but it was like, it was awesome. So, okay. So we got the shifter today. All right. Now, I have not, I I went back into all my notes and interestingly enough, I have not come across a huge amount of shifter dynamics so far. Again, keeping in mind, it's only been a little bit over a year that I've been doing this officially. I have two primary dynamics shifters, okay, that I'm working with or I've worked with. The first one being is, this is Flash Gordon. Hello, Flash. (laughs)
1: cute little puppy.
0: He is. He's a cute little boy. He's so cute. I love Flash. Uh, Flash is an energetic shifter. And I'm going to go more into this. And then, but I just want to introduce you to these two. And then this is Lola Pants and Lola Pants. (laughs) Well, actually it's just Lola. I call it Lola Pants. Uh, Lola is the, the uh, cat of a um, author, by the name of Dawn White, and she's been on the show. We talked about that because we we had her on the show as well. But I wanted to put faces to the shifters so they understand and they can see what it is. Because I do believe a picture says a thousand words. So what is the shifter? So the shifter is all of the dynamics rolled into one huge personality they have, it's kind of like the smorgasbord or the buffet, okay, of dynamics. You got a little bit of this. You got a little bit of that. You take a little bit of this. You put a little bit of that. Oh, i take a little bit of that. I like that. That's up. That. And then you put it into the shifter. And the shifter, just like the word states, is the shifter at any given rate can shift from one into one dynamic and the other one can shift out or go into stasis, so to speak, and the other one can come forward. You never know. So what that means is you never know from one day to the next what personality you're going to get. Because it can easily shift from energetic one day, primarily, to the direct and demanding one the next day, to the rule breaker the next moment, to the sensory the next moment. So it's kind of interesting. It's really they they're they're big personalities they really are people just say usually when an, a person has a, an animal who's a shifter people say uh, will say things to their person like wow his personality is so big and Oh, boy, he's just an awesome, you know. Just huge, kind of like, you know, huge kind of being in in not in terms of stature, but just in terms of what they give to him. There's such a range. He could be playful one moment, quiet, and then the next he can be, or she could be, you know, like calm and relaxed, and then zipping off to the next thing, you know, the next. So. They play and play and play almost endlessly, and they are super fun to be around because you never know what you're going to get. You're it's like having like six different animals in one animal, you know what I mean? Yeah, so
1: <laughs> it's, it's fun,
0: yeah, it's fun. It's its kind of like having um a, a Lego, you know, you Legos, you just you can build all different kinds of animals in one animal. Now, usually, usually there is one main single dynamic that drives the shifter at any given moment. For example, flash, like I said, is an energetic shifter. Okay. So that means what that means is like I talked about in the energetic episode, what that means is he's very sensitive to the energies of people, places, and things. Now that could also be a negative, but if you know how That works like his person does. Then you know how to play with him. You know how, you know what his triggers might be. You know what, you know, you know how to talk to him. You know how to get his attention. And then on the other hand, you have Lola. And Lola is a direct and demanding shifter. So what that means is just like I talked about in the direct and demanding episode. They want what they want, what they want it. And they want it when they want it. (laughs) <laughs> That's it So that could be driving her But then again the next day The the direct and demanding one Once they get nurtured So to speak Then the direct and demanding one Can step back and let the other part Of the, the another dynamic come through So that they can get nurtured And back and forth And back and forth So it's it's really really interesting So the one thing I tell people my clients who have shifter animals is you got to get creative. Everything, you got to get creative. How you touch them, interact with them. They love variety. They get bored easily. They don't like, you can't keep playing with them the same way because one dynamic might be you know, stepping back that you were playing with yesterday, and then all of a sudden another dynamic steps up, and you're playing with them the same way you did with this dynamic, but this dynamic's like, no, 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 hello. I want to be played with differently. You're sucking at this. Well, call Cor- <laughs> Coriel, she needs to help you.
1: So, so Coriel, do the, yeah, is there yeah. any rhyme or reason to how these changes happen? And when when they shift out of one and into another, is there is it is there a trigger of some kind that causes it? It
0: depends. If they're in a in a twilight shifter stance, it could be that they have PTSD from past trauma or drama. Um, that they're resentful over the fact that uh, maybe previous uh, owners I hate that word their previous person that before you. Were, was it nurturing them so they're like, well why the hell should I try with you? You got to show me you got to prove it to me or it could be that you know they just they they don't it could be that they basically don't know they're a shifter you know just you you there were some animals that don't understand and I had to even I not only explained it to the people I had to explain it to the animal what does this mean and they're like, oh that's why I do that oh okay that makes sense so i'm like
1: okay now i get it do you well good do, do you really ha- is it when you communicate with an animal is that really what it's like that they're, they're you're asking them a question and they're answering you and you're having this dialogue back and forth is that is that really and are animals humorous are they funny do they have a good sense of humor
0: that would i I've always wanted to ask you. Yes. Which and, part? And, they have a good sense of humor. Uh, they're funny. Um, they're direct to the point. Sometimes uh, they're they curse. You know uh, they tell lies. You know not to me. But they do. They can. You know let's say flub. Let's not say lies. Let's say flub. Um, yes, everything that, and when I talk to an animal, it's the same way as when I'm talking to you. I hear it. I see it in my head, uh, images. I get a sense for it through, uh, empathic connection. Um, it's, it's a whole variety of things. You know, it's just, um, it's, it's the whole spectrum. See, hear, taste, touch, feel, sense, know, here i think i said here but just in case here is really important so
1: and and you have to be able to listen too.
0: of course of course if you don't it's it's a one-way if you don't it's a one-way conversation
1: well you don't have any idea how tough it is for some people to actually you know we need to do a show about that the art of listening it is really is an art form and a lot of people miss that um, and because they're trying to think of what they're going to say next when the other person is talking, so they're missing what they're saying because they're trying to already come up with a response to what they're saying, so they're not listening to what they're
0: saying. Right, and it's really about, I learned about this when I was doing the a certification course uh, a year or so ago. It's a really about empathy. It's not, yeah. about, it's not about pity. That's not, that's not compassion. Pity is like, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, that happened to me yes, last Tuesday too. And this is what happened. Oh, I feel so bad for you. I'm so sorry. Oh, oh. That's why I don't come. I would never pity an animal ever. And people do it all the time. Oh, this poor being. Oh, this poor, poor, poor. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't, you know, have compassion and empathy. I'm sorry you had to go through that. I'm sorry that happened to you. What can I do to make you feel? What is it that you need? What can I do to support you? Whether it's a person or an animal, there's a lot different than oh, you poor thing. Oh, that's too bad. Oh, you know it's like that's not helpful. It's not helpful. So the, it's about when you listen with empathy. You're under. You're you're not trying to apply what happened to you you're really listening with this being, whether it's a person or an animal, you're really listening to this being's experience so that they can either vent or they can just release this. Which is why when I talk to an animal who's had trauma, you know, I don't, I just, I listen to them. Tell me what's going on. How can we support you? What do you need? What do you need? And if they don't know, then I sense it empathically. But it's like, it, it's um, don't ever go to an animal and pity them. They don't want pity. You don't want pity? Oh, you poor thing. <laughs> you must feel awful. Your life sucks. That's terrible. That's terrible that happened to you. I remember when that happened to me. It's That's- like, look, I don't need that. Don't pity me. Empathize and, and don't sympathize either. I sympathize with you. It's I'm, I sympathize with you because I remember when that happened to me. It's again, empathize is different. I feel you. I feel you. I see you. I hear you. What can I do for you? What can I do to support you? What do you need? You know? So that's actually we went off on a little tangent, but that was a good one
1: occasionally that's that's okay but we're talking about the shifter uh right. in this episode by the way if you want to ask cory um just uh um comment in the comment section and we'll put it up on the screen and uh, Cory can answer your question or talk to you mm-hmm. um in any way you would like it's, it would be fun it's it's we have a lot of people that that uh, participate with us, so that's good
0: yeah i love it so i put up yesterday i put up a tip Uh, a toy tip um, that I do with my own animals that I give to my clients. And it's really simple because I have a direct and demanding rule breaker and life can be interesting. Thank God, he's not a shifter. I don't know if I could take that, but he's, because the direct demanding rule breaking shifter, I don't know. I, I might have to take medication, but, Um, but, but he gets bored easily. The rule breaker also gets bored easily. They're like, ah, give me something else, you know? And they're also extremely smart. So puzzles, they're going to figure that out in like two seconds flat. So buy like two or three of them at one time, harder and harder and harder. So the toy tip that I put on Facebook is, and I use this for cats. And then I also have one for dogs. So for cats, every so often and stagger it if you can take some of your cat's toys, put them in a Ziploc bag with some catnip in it, seal it up and put it away in a closet somewhere and then do this over. And then write on the plastic bag, when you put it away, write the date. And then what you can do is, and then what you can do is you'll have a supply of toys so that when your animal gets bored with the toys that are now in their basket or wherever you keep their toys, you can pull out, put those away, pull out the new toys with the catnip on it. And it's like Christmas morning all over again. They're like, oh my God, I haven't played with this toy in a long time. I love this toy. Oh my God, this toy is awesome. (laughs) And they go crazy. And then, and then keep doing that. So every few months, take those toys Put them in a Ziploc bag. Take some of the surplus that you have out. Open that up. Put that in. Boop, boop, boop. It's the same way with dogs. But of course, catnip doesn't work on dogs. So what do you use? You know, I try bones. Try, but first, what I would do with the dog, the dog um, toys is this: I would wash them. The reason being is dogs usually get I don't know why it's more dogs than cats, but they get bored with scent more. So what I would do is I would wash them if possible. And then I would uh, let them dry, put them away and put them in with their favorite treat bones, like a milk bone or a bone bone. And then just do the same thing right on a date on it. And then boop, boop, boop. And then you have the toys and they're like, oh, my God, this is awesome. You know, it's like new toys. And it's like, it keeps them occupied. It keeps them entertained because the, the like I said, the, the shifter is about getting creative. How you touch them, how you interact with them. They love variety. So variety for them is the spice of life. So use the toy tip. And then the toy doesn't have that smell that they had before. They're like, wait a minute. I smelled it. I I played with this before. I play. I don't want to play with this anymore. And it's like, but if you wash it and then put it in, it's like, oh, wait a minute, that smells like my favorite bonbon. Not that I'm. I don't mean to make fun of animals sounding like they're stupid. They're not. But I'm just making exaggeration. I got fidget
1: spinner for me. Why does Flash hate it? He glares at me.
0: What is a fidget spinner?
1: Mm, it's a good question. I have I have no idea. I have
0: no idea. So, Catherine, let me know what a fi- uh, fidget spinner is, and then I'll answer that question. Um. So, in the meantime, so there's no pressure on her. Um. So, it's about making sure that you try to feed. All of their dynamics. Now, because of this, because they're shifting all the time from one to another, they might like a variety of food. What I'm saying there is, is that you might think that you got a picky eater, but it might be because you're feeding them the same food all the time, the same brand, the same taste, same, same, same. It was shift. You might have a shifter, and they might not like it. They might need a variety of different foods. So what I what I'll do is I have a variety of different uh, textures and and tastes for my for my cats. Not that I have a shifter, but I have a direct and demanding one and a rule breaker close enough. So I have to keep him entertained. But it might be, so somebody, they're, they're, you know, if you're not, if you have a shifter animal, and imagine this, you have a shifter animal, and they're not eating, you're getting worried, they're not eating, you take them to the vet, the vet then gives them a stimulant that they don't need, because if you would just shift up their their, their food, they would be like, "Oh, that's good. She's feeding me. That's good. She's feeding me differently. I don't know. What am I going to get today? I don't know. Let's get. You know. And then you're giving them medication that they don't even need. Now, what did she say? She,
1: she said, said the fidget spinner is a palm-sized toy that spins around, that spins around a bearing to help people who have trouble focusing or or often find themselves fidgeting. So I guess it, it's uh, for humans. It's a, it's to calm you down.
0: Oh, uh, okay, okay. So so I'm not I'm not giving anything away. Okay, but Catherine is actually Flash's person. So that's Flash. Catherine's his person. Um. Okay, and again, I'm just giving you a real quickie. Catherine, okay. Um, Flash feels like if you want to fidget that much, why don't you fidget with him? So he sees the fidget spinner as competition, and he's kind of giving you the stink eye. So I'm just explain explain to Flash, you're very good at this. You and have you and him have a great, you know, simpatico. Um, So explain to him why you're doing it, that it's a, sort of um, like a puzzle th- that we give to him. He loves puzzles, flashes a puzzle nut. So explain to him it's your form of a puzzle so you can quiet your mind and relax more so that then she, you can be, wink, 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 Catherine. Then you can be more present for him. He'll like that tell him that. So,
1: <laughs> and he's also,
0: you got to, you got to really get creative, man. You got to just say, mm, okay, and I understand that everybody can talk to them, but you're like, okay, he doesn't like this. Why doesn't he like this? Maybe this is a competition. Okay. How can I explain to him? Oh, I to him. It's my version of a puzzle. And because he doesn't have a hand, he can't play with it.
1: Oh, that's a, that's a, that's a good way to look at it. Because if he can't play with it, he might, could, he might be saying, where's mine? You, you get to play. I don't get to play. You're playing with it.
0: Oh, she, he's got plenty of toys. You got to see this thing. This (laughs) you got, he gets plenty of toys. He doesn't have to worry about that. No, it's more that it's taking the attention from his person, from him, from, from, from his person. So hope I answered that, here we go. So twilights, twilights, they are all the dynamics rolled into one, remember that. And because of that, they can have the twilights of the other dynamics. So they can be an energetic, but so super sensitive to people's energies, that they're going after their person because their energy just sucks or end they, they're trying to let that person know the energy is the house is 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 really not good so oh and at the same time they could be in sensory twilight so what that means is they could be like uh, a scaredy cat like what i called i used to call my girl sacred a scaredy cat because she was so sensitive, but she's censoring. And now since then, of course, I don't, I understand her and I don't call her a scaredy cat or they could be so demanding that you think that they're hyper or high strung or uh, high maintenance. And because of that, you think that they need to be tranquilized when they don't. So you see what I'm saying? They could be in the twilights of all the dynamics. So a twilight and a light side is, you never know from one day to the next, what personality is good you're gonna get. So that's a twilight, because you never know from one day to another, what personality you're gonna get. Could be a little schizo. You know, if you're not, if you don't understand how to deal with them, how to interact with them, it could be kind of like, you know, exhausting if you're not sure, but if you know how to treat them and you're like, ah, he's just a shifter. He's okay. He shifted into direct and demanding today. Not a problem. I'll just adjust. But that can also be a light side that can also make them really cool to be with and really awesome because you're like, I don't know what I'm going to get. It's like a box of Cracker Jacks, man. I don't know what prize I'm going to get today. Okay, so it's how you see it. It's how you look at it. Um, they could be twilight, and another twilight. They could be labeled a troublemaker or too much. And like I said, high energy or high maintenance, misdiagnosed and tranquilized because of it or not able to find a home because they're called high strung at the shelter.
1: Corrielle, Deborah. <laughs> This reminds me of my son. Uh, Maybe you need another. The seventh one is going to be called mechanic because Jackson has an obsession with tools of any kind. He gathers them up and puts them in his bed. Yesterday, we had a washer repairman come in, and he was stealing tools out of his tool belt. I had to leash him to stop it. Is there a way to stop this obsession? He brings them out of the garage into the house constantly. Tools. That's amazing.
0: Well, Jackson is an amazing dog, for sure. And um, you know, he's different. Um, bulldog people are bulldog people, no other people like bulldog people. Boy, I tell you that, I love my bully people, okay? Um Jackson's daddy bought him a pimped out, I kid you not, a pimped out golf cart, okay with flashing lights on the bottom and it's and a bed in the back, okay, a place where he can lay down and has got his face stenciled on the front of the golf cart so that he can drive around the neighborhood and Jackson can be kind of like the queen and wave to everybody, even though he can't wave. So he's got his own golf cart. And um, I love that. I think that's awesome. I think that's great. I think what it is is that Jackson is, and I can't remember. I gotta, I gotta. I think he's a rule breaker. See, he might be a sensory rule breaker. He does things unusual, you know. He likes the tools make you guys laugh. They make you, they make it funny for you. He likes to make you guys feel good. So. I don't know. I mean, I think I think it's something. I think it's something that yeah. See, I told you rule breaker. See, I think it's something that is is part of his personality. If he's not hurting anybody, if he's not in danger of hurting himself, like we don't want him to take a saw and put in his jowls and and do stuff like that there. But if you know it's something that he's he's like my people like that it makes them smile and when it and that's what makes him happy so if it's not hurting if he's not in any danger well, who cares let him take a wrench and put it in his bed who the hell cares let him take a socket wrench and stick it in his bed who cares i think it would be awesome i would happen all the time, you know, because again, you never know what you're going to find. It's like a box of Cracker Jacks. What am I going to find it in Jackson's bed this morning? You know, there you go. So I think Jackson is just, a, he's a unique being. They're all unique beings, but ja- I love the way they think, you know, that's, I think that's hilarious. I think I would just love to come where, where Deborah is and just watch him in this golf cart ride around the neighborhood. I would pay money to just do that. I would fly out just to see him drive around in the golf cart. Then I get back on the plane, go back home.
1: Yeah, and and he doesn't chew them either. He just- He just steals
0: them. He just- It's a funny thing. It's a little, it's a, what are you gonna, okay, I don't wanna talk about this you know, in a negative way, but it's a little analogy used to people. It's a little, it's a little story that makes pe- other people laugh and other people smile, made me smile, make Kevin smile. You know, we're like, Oh, that Jackson, you know, that Jackson, you know, you're like, you're, you're just, the neighbors all running around, pet him on the golf cart. I know it's like the, it's like the ice cream cart, you know, guy that comes by. You know, Jackson's Jackson, you know, he loves that. He loves it. He loves it. Okay. So why why does it make why doesn't it make sense that he would do things that would that would bring more attention and bring more smiles and bring more joy to people's life? Let him take a wrench. Who cares?
1: As long as it doesn't hurt his teeth.
0: As long as he doesn't hurt his teeth, he's not chewing on it. It's not, you know, he's and he says he's not taking anything. He knows the dangerous tools. He's not going to take a blowtorch and just all that. <laughs> you know, he's all right. He's okay. I think he's fine. Okay.
1: And <laughs> now geez. the tool, the tool guy, that the are the washer repairman probably didn't think he was all that cool.
0: Oh, I think the washer repairman <laughs> had a joke. He's reaching for the He's reaching for the the screwdriver, he's like, and then he sees Jackson with the screwdriver in his mouth or something. I mean, it's hilarious. Come I'm on, helping, I'm and helping. And if he doesn't, he needs to lighten the hell up, okay? True. So that's True. what Jackson says anyway. Okay, so Twilight and Light Sides, we got over that. It's the, you never know what you're gonna get. Another Twilight um, is they are they can be. Um a little trying of the patience. He actually laughed and said, dude, bring that back. Yes, he's making people laugh and smile.
1: He's having what fun. Do?
0: do you think that guy has a lot of laughs and smiles being a washer repair man?
1: Not you know, standing not over him every
0: single day. Hey, when's my washer gonna be dried, jerkhead? You know? When when's my washer gonna be done, you jerk? You know, it's like he probably has to deal with a lot of at. Actually, not nice people.
1: Wait a wait a segue away from that. That was I thought you were gonna so, go down there.
0: So, you know, Jackson brought a little smile into his day, and I guarantee you, Deborah. I guarantee you, he's told that story to at least three other people.
1: You're right. You, so yeah. he's
0: passing on that joy. Jackson. Now here's this: listen to this. Jackson is passing on joy from one person to next person through the telling of that story. That's pretty cra- Crazy. Incredible. That's pretty awesome. Okay. I mean that. So people are going to be telling and, and telling this story over and over. Remember that dog that took that screwdriver. That was crazy. Was not it? No, no. Yeah. He took a screwdriver. He did. This is going to be going on. Jackson is living through these 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 the, the people telling these stories. That's how that's what history is you know people telling stories and people telling um you know tales over and over that's how people keep their history going. So Jackson is doing this this is huge. I mean, I'm just spitballing here but this is pretty huge. He's touching so many people's lives. It's insane.
1: Well, and even in the golf cart, uh, there yeah. are people that have got nothing else to do that are sitting in their house all day.
0: 15 years from now, when Jackson is probably still going to be here, people are going to be talking about
1: the dog. Remember
0: in the golf when he was doing that golf cart thing? That's crazy. Get yeah. out of here. When you told me about the golf cart, Deborah, I was like, get out of here. I was like, get out of here, I don't believe you. She sent me a picture of him sitting in the golf cart. She sent me a video of the golf cart with the flashing lights and everything. And I was like, wow, I, and I, I'm telling the story. Exactly. I'm telling the story. And then people are gonna, I'm and this is gonna be on YouTube and Facebook for decades and years to come. There you go. Jackson lives through, Jackson lives again, <laughs> okay? So it's pretty cool. All Think right. of
1: the number of people that are sitting in their house all day. They've got, you know, the concerns about COVID. And here comes the golf cart, and they've got something to do suddenly. it's that's, There that's you awesome.
0: go. And people are talking again and again about Jackson. What was that little dog's name that had the screwdriver and has his own golf cart? Jackson? Yeah, Jackson. That's it. You know. All right. So some of the twilights. Um, because they can play endlessly, they need a lot of time and exercise dedicated to them, okay? Um, Flash is this little bundle of energetics shifter, terrier, okay? You can't just put them in the backyard, not that she has a backyard, but you can't just put them in the backyard and hope that... hope he, You know, he's got to go to, you know, he's got to go to the park. He's got to go on walkies. He's got to interact with people. He's got to go and climb this and do that and dig this and that, that and boop boops and all this kind of stuff. So it can take a lot of energy. So that being said, the animal dynamics can be used for you to choose your animal. So you might want to make sure if you are not able to really dedicate this kind of time that you might not be able to say to yourself, you know something, it's okay. It's not that I'm a bad person. It's just that my personality is not a shifter jiving personality. So maybe I need a sensory animal. Maybe I need an energetic animal. It's all okay. There's no, it's better to to find out beforehand before you even do it before you even get their hopes up and then taking them home and realizing this is the wrong animal for me boy this is not gonna work out for me so um it answers a lot of questions
1: now with the with the shifter it really does serve you well if you understand all of the dynamics so that you understand which dynamic the shifters shifting into at any given time right
0: yes and then if you don't and you need more time you can hire me (laughs) this is just these are just tastes okay there's hundreds i've developed a compendium of a hundred pages of touches a hundred pages of words and phrases a hundred pages of the the twilights and the light side you know it's a there's a lot so it's it's a lot. So actually, interestingly enough, I have I had a question that got posted. Uh what did what did Catherine say?
1: Um variety and exercise too. Today Flash didn't want to walk in the woods.
0: And that's okay. So you say, oops, he's a shifter. there goes the shifter. You know, so then you find out what he wants to do. Maybe he just wants to be in the grass, maybe he wants to roll in the grass, maybe he wants to to, to play by the pond, or I don't know. You just, like, you got it, but it does answer questions as opposed to you standing there and just saying, why don't you, and pulling him into the, not that Catherine would do this, but I'm just saying, example, pulling him into the woods and saying, you know, why aren't you, what's the matter with you? You were fine with this yesterday. I don't understand what's the matter with you. Why are you doing this to me? You yeah, oh, it ain't about you. <laughs> it's not about you. So interestingly enough, Catherine had sent me a question after the last episode on the rule breaker, and it answers a question about the types. So she said, "When an animal is more than one dynamic, how do you know what tone of voice, etc., to use?" So variety. Remember, the shifter is about variety. So. You are gonna want, and you might have to experiment. You might have to say, "Whoops, okay, sorry, didn't know you didn't want that." Uh, the, the the direct and demanding touch today. Let's try the sensory touch. Let's try the the rule breaker touch. Let's try the energetic touch. Let's try this touch. Let's try. Let me try touching you with a with a back scratcher or a comb as opposed to a brush. Or let me try, uh, you know, touching you with the the uh, glove mitt. That uh, that you can comb your your animal with. Uh, let me try touching you with a short, a soft chamois. See if you like that. Um, you you gotta you gotta think. It's the the shifter. You were drawn to this dynamic for a reason, and it is because there's a part of you that wants to play with the shifter. So play with the shifter. You can't get it wrong. They're gonna either they're gonna show you right away. They're gonna be like, "Yeah, they ain't the touch I (laughs) want," and you're gonna be like, "Oh, okay, sorry, all right, maybe, maybe, okay, maybe I'll touch you. You want to play with a a feather? Maybe I'll touch you with a feather. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, wait a minute. I like that. I like that. You know, it's like, okay, great, feather today, comb tomorrow, comb today, hand mitt tomorrow." You know, that's the shifter, welcome to shifter world. They're huge, big personalities, big, beautiful personalities. So that's what you're gonna wanna do. You're gonna wanna try, you're gonna wanna, the variety of the tone, et cetera, okay? So the tone, One maybe one day, hey, how you doing? I love you, you're so awesome. And then another day, like you are the best boy in the world, you know. And he's like, huh. <laughs> you know, or or maybe one day it's like, you know, you are a guiding light in my life. I'm just saying, you know, that you know, ah, you know, try play it up, because here's the thing with the touch and with the, the the voice, you might be touching them right or doing the wrong tone and it's a shit show or vice versa. So you could be using the right tone, but touching them wrong. You could be using the right touch, but using the wrong tone with them. So they're ignoring it. Come here, baby. Come here, baby boo. Come here, baby boo. Come here, you awesome boy. You, hey, what? (laughs) You know, it's very interesting. This is blowing my mind what this, this work can do and how powerful it is. Think about this it goes the entire spectrum of your relationship with them from everything, every aspect, from the cat litter that you use, to the food that you feed them, to the bowls and the and the utensils you use with them, to the, the water that you use. And do they like fountains or do they like bowls? Or do they like, do they just like to just like drink out of the toilet or whatever, you know, it, it goes, to so many places, you gotta remember this. So to to wrap it up, toys and play. First and foremost, whatever toy you get within reason, I understand you can't do it with every toy, but maybe you can, maybe wash it with with your hand, with the soap and water. Wash the toys because sometimes there's residue on them from the manufacturing process and you don't want that to go into their mouths, okay? So just wash the toys. With the shifter, there's a lot of toys. I got a lot of toys. I got a lot of play. But pretty much anything goes with them. So get a variety of toys. Feathers. Streamer toys. Light LED toys. Bubbles. Get them uh, plush toys. Puzzle toys. Uh, hard puzzles. Soft puzzles. Uh, get them, get them. Uh, you know, uh, cat loungers, back scratchers. Uh, just find out what they like. What they like. So just d- think outside the box. Think outside the box.
1: And keep in mind it's going to change every now yeah. and again. And yeah. so I have a variety of things.
0: That's right. So tone of voice, mix it up. One minute they like the the sensual touch or the sensory tone. Next minute they like the energetic uh, tone. Uh, next minute they like the direct and the manny tone. Next minute they like the thing. And mix up the words that you use. So example is, uh, you are my sweet, sassy boy of gentle light. So that's the shifter in a nutshell. We've shifted through the shifter.
1: And that'll make you feel
0: good. Now, next time is,
1: dare I say it, the brand new one, correct?
0: The brand new, never before talked about, never before discussed, newly discovered dynamic.
1: And with Um, any luck, what will happen between now and then is that you're going to have another download, and we'll come up with I still think there are seven. So the, 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 the next download will be the seventh
0: one. It, it might be, I just need a break. Hopefully I've, I've told the universe, let me just get through these six and then we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll do this. If the seven one, but really, I really do believe, I believe that six is it, but okay. there we go. Who knows?
1: Okay. So it's okay. going
0: to be exciting. What's the transcendent? What's it all about? It's exciting.
1: That's exactly right. But you're going to have to wait till next Tuesday at noon Pacific, one mountain and two central or three eastern to actually find out what what exactly Coriel's talking about. In the That's meantime, right. you can go to Kramer.com, learn about all the things that we've been talking about today, and uh, um, also uh, leave her a message and say, hey, I think it'd be fun to work with you.
0: Fill out the possibility form and we can um, do a possibility call. And if I haven't worked with you before and uh, let me know what's going on and we can take it from
1: there. dot That's Coriel with a C Kramer with dot com.
0: Thank you. Anything else
1: you'd like to add before we wrap this one up? Young lady.
0: I love the dynamics. I, I love them. I love how they're transforming the relationship with the, animals and their people. I love how people start understanding their own personalities through understanding the dynamics. I think this work, no lie, no toning it down. I think that this work can change and is changing and will change this world. And I cannot wait to see it just expand and blow up
1: it's going to happen oh corio kramer thank you very much for being here this week and we're going to see everybody next tuesday at noon pacific one mountain and stuff like that so have a great day everybody hey and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end hey pretty cool